Support for this podcast and the following message come from UCSF Health. The human brain is both remarkable and complex. The neurological specialists at UC San Francisco are constantly thinking of new and better ways to treat it. More at ucsfhealth.org slash great minds. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. At least 48 people are dead after a powerful earthquake struck the western coast of Japan on Monday. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida says heavy damage to infrastructure is complicating search and rescue efforts. He's heard here by a BBC interpreter. We've been making every effort to gather information since yesterday evening, but the blockage of roads means it's extremely difficult to access the northern part of the Noto Peninsula. An inspection from above via helicopter has shown widespread damage, including roads being cut off, landslides and fires. The magnitude 7.5 earthquake hit the region Monday afternoon, collapsing buildings, sparking fires and knocking out power to tens of thousands of homes and businesses. Officials say thousands of aftershocks have been reported, with many people in the region seeking refuge in evacuation shelters. Israel's Supreme Court has overturned changes to the country's judiciary law backed by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. NPR's Brian Mann reports critics of the law say it would have weakened the country's democratic institutions. The change passed in July by a right-wing coalition in Israel's parliament sparked protests and rallies across the country. It was struck down Monday on a narrow 8-7 vote by the justices. In a statement posted on social media, Israel's Supreme Court said the changes would have caused, quote, unprecedented harm to Israel as a democratic state. Netanyahu's Likud party issued a statement Monday saying the ruling by the court is against the will of the people in a time of war. This summer, Netanyahu's political partner suggested they might challenge the legitimacy of the court if it overturned the law, which means this decision could set up a potential constitutional crisis at a time when Israel's army is embroiled in heavy fighting against Hamas in Gaza. Brian Mann, NPR News. The first presidential primary of the year will be held on January 23rd in New Hampshire, a little more than a week after the Iowa caucuses. But as NPR's Tamara Keith reports on the Democratic side, the primary is unusual. President Biden and the Democratic National Committee wanted South Carolina to have the first primary in 2024. But New Hampshire has a law that says its primary must be the first in the nation. So it is proceeding as planned. The state's delegates won't count at the Democratic convention and any candidate running there faces sanctions from the party. How it shakes out is there are 21 Democratic candidates on the ballot, and none of them is named Joe Biden. Now, though, the state's Democratic establishment is rallying to persuade voters to write in Biden. The Biden campaign is steering clear of the effort. Tamara Keith, NPR News. This is NPR News in Washington. Philadelphia will get a new mayor today. Sherelle Parker will take the oath of office as the city's 100th mayor and its first woman in the top job. Her formal inauguration will take place this morning. Buses from Texas and Louisiana have dropped off hundreds of migrants bound for New York City in New Jersey since just Saturday. As Harrison Malkin reports, it comes after New York City Mayor Eric Adams issued an executive order requiring at least 32 hours notice for buses with migrants arriving in the city. 
The mayor of Secaucus, New Jersey, Michael Ginelli, says the, quote, bus operators are finding a way to thwart the requirements of Mayor Adams' executive order. Ginelli says it's an unexpected consequence of Adams' decision. Since Saturday, 13 buses carrying about 450 migrants have arrived in New Jersey cities, including Jersey City, Secaucus, Fanwood, Edison, and Trenton. For NPR News, I'm Harrison Malkin. New measures to cut back on tourism are set to take effect in Venice this summer. Officials say they will limit tour groups to 25 people, roughly half the number of passengers on tour buses, and ban loudspeakers. The Italian city, known for its waterways and historic architecture, has long struggled to manage the millions of tourists who visit each year, most for one day. Stocks across Asia close lower today. Dow futures are trading mixed. This is NPR News.